Hello, welcome to Growing in Social. I'm your man, Beatbox, along with your co-host, Jenny J. Joining hey, us today. Thank you, Miss Jenny J. You doing good today? I'm doing good. <laughs> That's good. We got our panelists here. We got Clint. What up, what up? All right. And uh, we got the fabulous... You want to tell them what your name is? Lynette. <laughs> <laughs> is, it, is it just Lynette? You haven't got like a, uh, you haven't got like a, so tell them about what you're going to be doing here with your, um, before the show, we were talking about your company and then you're going to be doing a retreat, um, yeah. you know, to kick off your website. Like, is there, is it just going to be Lynette or is it like, is there, is it like, you know, is there anything like extraordinary you got planned or? No, I'm just Lynette Marie. Right. Um, we're, we're putting some things together. So we're going to be doing a little countdown. So if they want to know the big things that are coming, they are going to have to tune in to us every Friday. So mm. we, we surprise them with that news. But, um, you know, my company is Joy Journey. And Joy Journey is all about helping people find their joy journeys. And that's finding their miracle mindset. It's helping people find the lives they love um, and live out loud. And so... I am putting something pretty amazing together that I will be um, launching on June 1st that is going to be an amazing opportunity for people who want to know where all the healed folks at. I'm going to bring all of them together. So get ready. All right. I'm thinking something like Lynette the beauty. Because right? <laughs> no, your TikTok feed you comes that... through. <laughs> your that TikTok feed comes through late for me. Come through and be like, she ain't that beautiful. She ain't that cute. She, but even though to me, beauty is more than face value. You know, it's it's something internally. It's it's a it's a attitude. It's behavior. It's how you treat other people. That's what makes you beautiful. Anybody yeah. can have a pretty face. I seen that TikTok. It came through, but it's like a three day delay where you're talking about uh, you know beauty, and you know. It was, uh, it was interesting, but it, it did come through my feed. So I figured I'd mention it and then also mention what you got coming through the pipeline. Um, because, you know, that's what we do. We support each other around here. So um, tonight. I'm putting it together. We got to find out. I'm, I'm, I'm wanting perfect because I want to make sure that what people experience in the next 12 months is life changing. So tell them they're going to have to stay tuned. We're going to release it June 1st. I'm, I'm pretty sure you're going to be successful with it. So yeah, Jenny, we looking forward to going on one of those trips. We right? are looking yeah. forward to going to, to it. <laughs> and as Lynette said, uh, when we're talking backstage, it's no, not only for um, marriages or people who are in a relationship. It's for anybody who want to get with like-minded people who are emotionally well and you can interact with without drama. So we're definitely looking forward to that experience. All right. Well, um, tonight's show, we're going to be asking the question, can men and women have a friendly relationship? So it's, you know, it's been argued over and over again. Um, tonight, we're going to give our thoughts on the subject and see if it is possible for men and women to have, you know, a friendly relationship, just be kind of friends without any of the touchy feely stuff. Um, but before we get into that, I just want to remind everyone to hit the like button, 
subscribe to the channel if you enjoy what you hear from us every week uh, if you're watching the replay on TikTok, please be sure to click the link in the bio there you can find the link tree and i don't have the youtube link in it um, and then you can catch us every friday night at 10 p.m um, of course we're also podcasting now on spotify amazon music iHeartRadio, pocket cast stitcher pandora cast box and google podcast um, those also are inside of my link tree so if you can't watch and you can listen please be sure to give us a listen on your favorite podcast all right so uh men and women is it possible for men and women to have a relationship jenny have so, you ever had a male friend an adult male um when i wasn't married i think would have been somebody i was that had a some kind of intention that I had friend, friend zoned. So um, do I think they can't um, be, that we can't be friends? I think men and women can have healthy friendships. Um, what I do think is that we have to look at, um, and you know, I like to talk about young children um, young children don't have bias. When they meet you, they basically see you for who you are. They don't see you as a boy right. or a girl. Mm -hmm. The older we get, the more we start having a concept of gender and what our roles are. And we start thinking, hmm, this is how a male interacts with a female. And this is how a female interacts with a male it becomes a little bit more sticky when people are in committed relationships are, or are married and hmm. they have relationships. Exactly. Yeah, um, how are you gonna put wait. someone in a friend zone if you're married? <laughs> I mean, no. is that like a thing? Is no, I'm saying when I was married, well, I think you can, I think you can. They gotta I go to the friend zone, right? Yeah, I think you can. I think um, what would happen is um, he wants to be in a friend zone because he wants to be your confidant. He wants to be that person when you have issues in your relationship, who you go to, or she wants to well, be that person. But let me just back up though, Jenny. Uh, so let me ask you to define, what do you define as a friend? Okay. So typically I would say a friend is somebody you can confide in. But I want to qualify that with if you're in a committed relationship, your first friend or your primary friendship should be in that relationship. So okay. the yep. issue is when you make your primary friend um, the other person outside of the relationship. Then it becomes a problem. So, right. If someone can so, get jealous. It's a right. whole host of things. Just, that's just a couple. Right. So so what I'm saying is I think what ends up happening is once people become of a certain um, of a certain age and we start talking about relationships and we start, start talking about um, how we function in, in relationships, there is kind of a unclear area around 
how you should function in a friendship with a, the opposite sex, right? And right. I think one of the things we need, might need to clarify tonight is to help people to, you want to keep those friendships. You shouldn't be an isolated human being. You shouldn't be like, oh, I'm married now. Everybody's gone. You know? Um, but that's how it happens a lot of times, though. Yeah, I think, I think it happens. I think it happens like that because if you start having children, having a life, your friends are not married, they're having right. a different life. Yeah, you might, um, those friendships just, fra you know, they frazzle away. And then you have a hard time going out with the girls or going out with the boys or going to Costa Rica yeah, on a, a trip. Time. You have a hard time being a friend, right? I mean, right. isn't that what a friend is that does all that thing? You give them the time. Right. Uh, you confide in them, you know, but then again, it gets to where you're kind of busy just doing other stuff. Right. But but I think in relationships, um, men um, are territorial. Um, and I think women, too. Not all of us are, at a, are in that space where we're like, okay, I need to know that you're primarily my friend, that we're primarily, you know, we're primarily friends. You don't have a primary friendship outside of the relationship. So, but I do think there is a structure you can create in your relationship to have um, secondary friends outside of it. Okay, that's what I think. And so, uh, and we'll we'll come back. We'll come back. Okay. To pick up from right there, but um, Clint, what do you what do you def what do you what do you define like i just want to talk about friendships right now before we get to whether or not a man and a woman could be a friend what do you define as a you know a friendship not even thinking about the male or uh female you know just like what is a friendship friendship is is what do you see as a friendship sorry something you can trust something you can believe in something you can talk to rely on depend on that sort of thing. Okay. That's what I consider a friend. You know. So is is unconditional. You know, is not judgmental. You know, they're kind of in that neutral. So, do you think that there uh, is potentially a difference between friendships between uh, a woman and a man? Is there a difference? I mean, because everything you just got finished saying. Uh, you know, trustworthiness. You know, someone right. that's there. Um, uh, I don't. I don't think there's a difference. I think it's the level of friendship they have that these two people have. So if there's an understanding, and there's that that clear understanding. Let me put it like that: that clear understanding. You know, then yeah, two people can be friends, whether they're males or females, or you know, male and female, or whatever whether they're in a relationship or not, you know? Mm. So there's a clear understanding that it's just a friendship? Right. I mean, okay. when you really, when you go and meet somebody, I mean, it's not like, you know, I go to the bar and I see Lynette and I just go over there and start talking to her and say, hey, you know, you know what this is. It's panty time, you know? You don't do that. You're going up, you're, you're trying to build a rapport, a friendship, so to speak. You know, because if you're not being friends and you're not talking, then it's nothing but a hookup. 
And that's already understood from the start. Gotcha. So, Lynette, uh, I'm curious to see what you think of a friendship. What do you th- what do you think is is a pure friendship? You know, excluding male, female. Well, I think when people think about friendship, they make it a linear process, um, and I don't think that it's linear. I think friends have lanes, and there are different kind of friends, and there are friendship shifts, meaning. What I may do with you as a friend today may shift if something in my life shifts that requires that. So when I think of a man as my friend, and I'm not talking about a man that is being my friend with the hopes of gaining my trust to be more, but somebody who is genuinely my friend, and I have two of those, like somebody that is genuinely my friend. This is somebody who understands and accepts, I, you know, and I, I know people will argue, well, y'all know what they think in their mind, or if they had the opportunity to sleep with you, they would, maybe. But to me, a friend is somebody that understands the boundaries, respects those boundaries. Mm-hmm. My friend is gonna respect my boundaries, I'm gonna respect their boundaries, and we have a level of trust as the foundation of that relationship. And so we talk to each other about things. Um, my best friend was not married when I met him, he is married now. I should have pulled him to watch this podcast because I'm calling him out. But we have never been intimate. We used to hang out. I used to go see him every time I went back home to visit. But now that he has a wife, I don't call it 10 o'clock at night. I don't go visit him when I get home. That is inappropriate. And guess what? Because he is my genuine friend, his wife is also my best friend, Junior. Like, that's my best friend, and the wife is best friend, Junior. And I love her equally and took the intentionality to build a relationship with her to let her know that I am not a, in any way trying to be a threat or a threat. I don't think I could be mm-hmm. anyway because she's amazing, but point of the story is I did my work to make sure she knew that like I don't need to be his friend individually. Now he has somebody that I, we call yeah. friends. Right. We, are, we are friends together. So exactly. I absolutely think that men and women can be friends, but it tones down to if people are being honest with themselves mm-hmm. and if you're being honest with each other, you know, about what that friendship is about. And you're, you know, a real friend is going to be happy if they need to adjust because that is the reality of male female relationships. You both potentially may be partners that may not be comfortable with y'all Tuesday movie dates. So mm-hmm. you may have to give those up, or maybe it becomes couples night now. Y'all both got you know, partners and y'all doing it together, whatever the case, you know, I absolutely believe that it can exist, but I'm not going to play on this podcast and act like it's not rare and act like it's not difficult. Okay. So, uh, Jenny, we kind of jumped into, you know, men and women. Right. Uh, so along the line of, you know, a man and a woman, uh, being a friend, do you think there uh, is a difference between how your uh, female friends are versus your, your male friends, like the way you treat them, the expectations, the level um, of commitment, the openness? I The thing is that I think that if you have a long-standing relationship with somebody, there is always going to be a difference in how you treat them. Um, okay. And I do know that you have people who think, who are thinking differently. They're thinking, they have an agenda. And so I think most 
people, male or female, has an idea who has an agenda and who doesn't. And when you say right? agenda, what do you mean by that? You mean like, because there's all different types of agendas. You can have an agenda to want to have a physical relationship. You can have an agenda to where you want to meet certain people. Um, you can have a, an, a, an agenda to where this person is connected to certain individuals that you want to be connected to. Um, you know, there's all different types of agendas. Right. Which one specifically are you? So I'm saying to? they have an agenda in, to, um, to, get in the to, have, to have more, to have oh. more than a friendship. Right. And so I think that if you have a friend and you are now in a relationship or you're in a primary, you have a primary partner, partner that is, you've decided that this is the person you're married. If you know that this person um, sees you any other way apart from a platonic friendship, I feel like you have to either let them know that you're you're no longer going to um, you know accommodate them or entertain them. Okay. However, I do think that um, I don't think there's a difference with how you function with men and women. I think the concept is that you actually think um, about the type of relationship you have. What is the basis? Are you friends from work? Are you friends from childhood? Um, are you just friends from interests that you have? And then from that, I think you function. I don't think you function different with a male or a female. Um, some women might say that they're like, with my girls, I do this. Of course, I wouldn't want you to, you know, take pictures of, um, underwear that you bought and send it to your fr male friend. Right. That kind of is like, hmm. But yes. I think you could say, yeah, I went to, you know, this store and I found whatever, whatever. If he, if that's the type of friendship you have where he will entertain that conversation. But I still think if you're married or you're in a committed relationship, I still don't think you should be talking about your underwear. <laughs> Wait. Oh, please don't. Oh, please don't. Please, please don't. Right? No. It, Some people it might be misconstrued <laughs> to the fullest. You're talking about extreme left. Extreme left. Right, yeah, but, right. But, but y'all just got finished saying that friendships were, you know, being true. Clint, you yourself just said, you know what I'm saying? Being able to speak that, to your mind. But, but your better half or getting to be your better half, if they don't know you like that, it's so you think it's the boundaries that Lynette was talking about earlier. Yeah. You got as part of those boundaries, you got to set to say, hey, we can be cool. And we can talk about this and that, but we're not going to talk about our underclothes. Yeah, and, exactly. And you got to make sure that you talk to your friend and you should be able to talk to your friend, like really what you're dealing with. I have this funny story. You know, I'm a storyteller, right? I'm a storyteller. So I'm always going to tell a story. Our, our readers going to figure that out really soon. In my apartment building, I, I live in Atlanta in a, a pretty, you know, professional-minded apartment building. And I was friends with two individuals. I was literally friends with both of them. I met them both maybe a week apart. Equally friends, one a woman, one a man. 
and the man I had zero romantic interest in, so much zero romantic interest in, I tried to introduce him to another friend, but this friend kind of shot her shot and they ended up dating seriously. I thought, great, you know, great. So, you know, again, we're all in an apartment together and we do holidays and different things. We're all, you know, single, not married, the definition of that. And she said, oh, let's cook for Easter. So I said, okay, great. I'll, you know, I'll cook for Easter or whatever. And this woman, you know, I bring the food down. And again, this is my friend. They're both my friends. And he was joking because, I mean, listen, my mac and cheese could get me a ring. I'm just going to be honest about it. <laughs> my mac and cheese is something special. Um, but I made like the mac and cheese, I think some cabbage or whatever, like some sides. And the, the all of the food was amazing. She was an amazing cook too. And so he said, oh my God, between you and her, I got the perfect wife. This girl took it so seriously. Like, and like literally in her mind started questioning whether I wanted this man. And it was ridiculous because if I wanted him, I, I, I could have shot my own shot. I I didn't, he great person, great soul. But I, I had zero interest. But then I realized at that moment that I had to renegotiate those friendships. Now, I'm still friends with him. I am not friends with her anymore for, for different reasons, just totally different reasons. Mm -hmm. But And they're not together either, for similar reasons. <laughs> but, you know, you see all the common denominator there. But the point was, I learned with that, that even when you're friends with both of them, you have to be careful because I didn't even say the joke, but I thought it was funny because I got it. I was like, oh yeah, here's a man literally being catered to on Easter by two women who cook really well that live in the building. It was an appropriate joke. Like I got it. But this, oh, she, I mean, she hyped up. And that's the kind of thing you like. Cause I don't share my man. And I was like, whoa, 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 babe. Mm. <laughs> so, wow. It's just wow. Easter dinner. And you know, so you also gotta be able to talk to your friend like, hey, you know, who are you dating? What's her idea around you and female relationships? Yeah. And when is a good time for us all to have lunch or dinner or meet? Because if this is somebody important to you and this is the key, that's how you know if somebody really your friend. If you start dating somebody and they have no interest in meeting that person, they're hoping they go away. Yeah. So I'm always with my male friends like, oh, when do I get to meet her? When do I get to meet her? And they're like, no, Lynette, because you gonna feel her vibe. You gonna tell me something about her. It's gonna be right. And they're gonna be mad. But for the most part, I end up meeting them anyway. And I present myself as a friend. So I think it's not so much about not being true to the friendship. It's about understanding the boundaries and from day one, figuring out what that person's partner looks like because it could be different for everybody. You can meet one girlfriend they're dating at one moment and she's like, oh my God, I love you. You're my bestie too. And you can meet another girl that's like, it's either her or me. And mm. you know, I don't know what we do in that situation. Like, I mean, that's a good question. What do we do? You know, if you are good friends or best friends with somebody and it's a genuine friendship, it's non-sexual, it's never been sexual, it's never been inappropriate. And your person that you really truly love is like, both of us can't live in your world. Men, what would y'all do? Like, I, or even us, like, what do you do in a situation like that where you really have to choose? I'll tell you, if you're going to be with somebody, all right, let me just put it like this. I have baby moms. I'm friends with my baby moms, both of them. 
good friends, very good friends. So any relationship that I get into or whatever, that's brought up like the kids are brought up, you know, like my mother or, or family. So that it's automatically brought up. They're my friends, nothing more, nothing less. If you can't deal with that, we can address it now. I like that. Later, say, hey, I didn't know about this. Or I didn't know. No, I told you, even introduced you, however it go. You know? Yeah, but, but don't you think that at, at face value, that sounds all cool and everything. But right. don't you think when the person starts to like watch the chemistry between the two of you, they start thinking that there might be some sexual attraction. And then that is what creates the tension. Well, again, they got to know you, you wouldn't know that you wouldn't know that when someone just like even with Lynette saying, no. hey, you know, them just a right. friend. It's kind of like the other person. They don't necessarily until they're around and see that chemistry. They might be thinking, oh, man, they look like they might be, you know, what I'm saying doing something like if I turn my back, they might be in the closet back there, you know, getting it on, right. getting it down. But, like Leaky but Boy again, said. but again, is that insecurity or is that trust? That could be um, insecurity, but I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh, so I was saying to you is, is that I think Clint brings up a really good point that especially at this point of our lives that you're going to be with somebody who has been in a relationship, who has children, who has um, other people that are in their family because um, your ex-wife, your ex-girlfriend, your baby mother, whatever it is. It is a part of your family. Right. So, I mean, not every every ex is an enemy. Right. Not every right. ex is an enemy. Not every right. ex you talk to every single day. It might be once a month, once a year, whatever. But they're like family. So, you know, right. you bring that up. I mean, if it's part, if it's really like that, you bring that to the forefront. You don't let that kind of slide in. Oh, yeah, by the way. <laughs> You know? And you say what that friendship looks like too, right? Right. You know? mm -hmm. So I, you know, you say to somebody like, "Hey, you know, I, I see that me and you are going somewhere. Here are the people that are important in my life. Um, like for me, I was married and with someone for ten years. I helped raise his daughter. That is my daughter. You cannot tell me different. Um, she will not tell you different." My cash app won't tell you different because you can put money in there, but that's my daughter. And right. no dating partner ever could negotiate that with me. She is welcome at my house anytime she wants to be at my house. I don't care who lives there. She is always able to call on me if she needs me. That is my daughter. I met her when she was a toddler. She's 16 years old now. Yeah. Um, and so, and when she has children, those will be my grandchildren, you know, as well as her parents. I don't even talk to my ex-husband anymore. We have a, a relationship outside of that. But if a person were to tell me, oh no, you ain't about to be friends with the ex, you know, family, that would just be a deal breaker for me because she's not negotiable. So I would look at any friend I value the same way. I would say, hey, these are the people that are important in my life. Um, this person is my friend, has been my friend this amount of time. These are the things we do as friends. Do any of those things make you uncomfortable? If they were like, hey, I don't have a problem with you guys being friends and chit-chatting on the phone, yeah. but that whole Taco Tuesday thing you guys do, <laughs> I'm not really feeling that, then guess what? My real friend is gonna be like, babe, I get it, or friend, I get it, you know, 
whatever y'all call each other, homie, whatever, sis, I get it. <laughs> or I could say, well, would you feel comfortable if you joined us on Taco Tuesday? Would you feel comfortable with that? Would you feel like a third wheel? You just never know who you're gonna meet. But if there are certain things that have to change, right? So like I said, when my friend was not married, I would call him all times. If I had a problem, I'm calling him at midnight on FaceTime. <laughs> like, you need to, let me tell you what happened. He has a whole joke about me crying in his house and he didn't know what to do. So he was like, you want some neck bones? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that will help. Over this guy and he was like, you want some neck bones? And he brings me like a pot, like a bowl with neck bones and greens in it because he's a cook. It that, was hilarious. That's going to help. That's going to yeah. help. Some food it is going to make you feel better. <laughs> it made me feel better. But we, you know what? I can't FaceTime him now just because I want to. Like, right, right. I'm texting like, hey, you busy? Or if I FaceTime him, I'm like, where's your wife? Like, hi. Right. And I'm yeah. saying hi to her right. in the background. I'm saying hi to the kids. I'm asking her what's going on. Like, most people that are healthy, remember we talked about that earlier, healthy, they can recognize a line of respect, yeah, you know, exactly. and they can recognize when that person is being genuine and authentic. We have an internal system that can kind of pick out when somebody is, is trying to play in our face. So she knows, like, she really does care. And I cried at their wedding because I have been in those conversations, he's my friend, so I know how he had prayed for her, like a woman like her. Mm -hmm. So I, don't, I wouldn't want to be any part of messing that up. I mean, let's just take relationships out of it because this podcast is about can they just be friends? We could be two single people yeah. and there are still boundaries right. of that friendship that, you know, it. like I said, it's not linear. So, you know, even though I'm not dating anybody and he's not dating anybody, maybe we're not going to lay in the bed together and push the envelope because right. guess what? You know, we're still a man and a woman. And sometimes you're like, well, let's just see because I... All of us are adults. We've had that one moment where we're like, I vibe with this person on a friend level. Let's just kind of maybe. Yeah. And then you do that and then you realize, ooh, yeah, no. And now it's weird. So I think it's just like with any other friendship. With my girlfriends, everybody's not my hangout buddy. Everybody's not my confidant. I have different kind of friends. So I have friends I, I travel with. I have friends I confide in. I have friends I do Taco Tuesday with. And then I have friends that we just like check on each other. Like, hey girl, I was just thinking about you. You know, how you doing? And and, and it really is, it, it doesn't get to be more than that, but I still consider them my friends. So, you know, I don't think there's a, I, I, I definitely think men and women can be friends if you're two mature adults. But the problem comes when it's one person in a situation and it's not just men. Actually, I think women do this more than men, even though, you know, oh, a woman, women gonna argue it. That they, they might come on the, our podcast like that girl Lynette was wrong. Um, <laughs> Never that. Women, when we like a guy, we will sit our little selves in that friend zone, being supportive through all his toxic girlfriends and breakups, hoping that he see that we were the one all along. We are good for doing things like that, and then showing up for them and doing all of these things, thinking, oh, that's my best friend. Uh, that was my wife all along. But guess what? This is not the movies. And so women, we have to be honest with ourselves too. Like, is that really my friend or do I really like him? And I just don't think I have a chance. And so I'm settling 
for this friendship because it at least keeps him in my space. And I work with my clients every day. And I will tell you, 75% of my women clients are doing that right now. They are friends with men they absolutely want relationship with. And they sit with these men and these men think they have a friend. And then they come and talk to me and they're like, he didn't call me back. Why not? And I'm like, because he's your friend and he doesn't have to. Like, so I think women struggle with that a lot. Like not being honest about yeah. what that is. What do you yeah. think about um, the, I think Wendy Williams used to say this, if somebody has seen your ecstasy face, they mm. That's over. Ain't no more friendship after that. Yes. <laughs> I need to see that. I need to see that. But that is also the ex. Mm. Especially Jenny J. Now you got me thinking about it. The ex I'm sorry. The ex-girlfriend has seen their ecstasy face and so what? i'm gonna have a problem with that i'm gonna so have a problem what? with that <laughs> so the concept is now they're best friends and they're talking and he goes over there to see about his kids or talk about something there is a concept that hey if it happened before it can happen Right, we are having a little problem, you know. So here's the thing. Yeah. I, I think we have to be realistic. If it, if you are friends with your ex, that tells me something about your character. That right. you all are able to put aside your differences to co-parent, you know, properly and to, um, and to do what's good for your for your children. And you should be able to be friends. And I'm just going to have to choose whether I trust you. And I'm just going to keep it real. If you're a person who knows you're jealous, then don't date somebody that got kids. Because guess what? Do you really want them falling out with their ex? Because that's toxic for the kids. So, you know, at the end of the day, I think in those situations, it's the burden of you to realize, like, can I deal with that? It's nothing wrong Mm. if you can't. Everybody gets a choice. But you just got to be real with yourself. Like, you know what? I know I'm too jealous. He can't be over there fixing the fence. For his ex-wife, I, I just don't feel that. Then don't date somebody with an ex-wife or 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 baby, you know, babies by other women that they're not with. Now, in terms of just ex, like I have exes that I am cool with. You heard me say, cool with. And they may call me every six months. Like I have an ex-fiance from before my marriage. We didn't really fall out on horrible terms. It just, the timing wasn't right. The maturity wasn't right. There was a big gap in our age difference. He calls me like three to four times a year. And he like, I'm just checking on you. How's your mom? How's your sister? How's that? I wouldn't consider that my bestie, but you know, so, we, but what, we- What do you consider that? What do you consider that? I think he's in a, like he's, he, I would consider him a friend, but I would consider so him he's more a friend. A, a acquaintance. Like, I don't feel like I would have to tell my partner about him. We are never out of all the time. I have not seen this man in 15, no. Yeah, almost 15 years. But he will call in and check, like, just to see how I'm doing. I have the same number for 21 years. But he'll be like, hey, I'm just, here's what's going on. Or, hey, did you hear about such and such? And I'm like, oh, man, I didn't hear about that. The right. conversations literally last 15 minutes. So, He's on about his way. So I, I wouldn't have so a So you don't get any kind of um, eerie feeling about that at all? You're just like, oh, yeah, that's kind of cool. You know, he don't, you know what I'm saying? Like, do you think there's a chance that if y'all were together and you were like, you know what, I really need something right now. Can you? You know what I'm saying? Look out for a sister. You think you think you think he not gonna do that? You think he not gonna smash? No, one he's he's married, um, and he's not a cheater. And that's I know that's not that, what I asked you. 
No, I'm saying I don't think he would do that because he's married. So if he was single, he would marry me probably, you know, and mm -hmm. I know that. So as, but he is, he's a faithful person. He was faithful to me. Cheating was not why we broke up. Um, he is a man of high integrity. So, but we, we weren't, we were friends first. We were friends for like years first. And so when we broke up, we did take that time apart. We didn't talk the entire time I was married. And I'm just being honest, like that entire time we were married, I think he's my Facebook friend, but we didn't like interact at all. Cause that was just out of respect for my marriage. When he saw that I had gotten divorced, he called me and said, Hey, I just want to make sure you're okay. So that was you know? a boundary you set up. That was a, that was a, that was, I mean, I think that was a pretty good it's boundary. Like a mutual boundary actually. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Not even so much as a boundary she set, but a mutual boundary that they both understood with even having to say anything. Now that's but a good friendship. It was never a conversation. It right. was just, it he, was he saw I was getting married. He said, congratulations. Um, and then I got married. We didn't talk. He saw that I got in divorce. Um, he was like, hey, are you moving back home? I said, no, I'm, never, I'm not ever coming back to Detroit. He was like, well, you know, I just want you to know that you are a wonderful woman. And sometimes I need that. Sometimes I do call him like, hey, I got into it with this person. Me and you were together, you know, we were together seven years, no, five years, but friends too. So, you know, pretty much he'd known me for seven years. I'm like, can I run this past you? And I, I know you'll be honest with me like what part did i play in that or when you were dating me was that something that i did and he honestly sometimes is a great help for me because he'd be like lynette now you know i'm your friend but you want some bs you you wrong and i like that about him because it's a person that will tell him he'd be flat out like you wrong you call that man and apologize or he'll say you know, no lynette don't be no fool this person is playing you so we have boundaries so i wouldn't feel the need to really Unless, uh, like, I was with my ex and he was like, who was that? But that's a red flag. If you were asking me everybody to call into my phone every five seconds, I would wonder, like, why are you doing that? Because unless I said something inappropriate. But I'm talking about friends, like somebody that I would actually want to invite to the Christmas dinner or somebody I would actually want to come around or say, hey, we're taking this couple's trip. Can I invite such and such and their girlfriend? Like, somebody that would be an active part of our lives. I would hope that my partner would want to meet them but but you bring up an interesting point though lynette it was kind of like um that's one of the things that uh opposite sex friendships bring to the table is that you can get inside information or information about yourself um of how the other sex kind of perceives you i got some um some information i'm gonna bring up here um i just want to share real quick because this is from a, a study that was done. This is done like 20 years ago. And um, what we're looking at, and for those on the podcast, I'll read through it so you know what we're talking about. But I got up a list of the most beneficial aspects of same-sex relationships. And these are the answers between men and women. The top 10 for men, most beneficial aspects of having a same-sex. So this is like you and your boy hanging out together, right? Um, the friend is respected by others is number one. You can talk openly to them. Number two, uh, they're male-seeking, uh, mate-seeking partners. So you both are out there trying to find a mate. So you got something in common. That's number three. Number four, no long-term mate potential. You're not looking to date each other. Number five is networking. Number six, self-esteem boost. You're kind of hanging out. You guys are boosting each other up. You know what I'm saying? I like your Jordans. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, oh, you got a nice haircut. You know, you know that type of thing right there. Number seven, information about the opposite sex. You both are sharing experiences about the opposite sex. Um, number eight, increased social status. 
number nine, giving time to help the friend out. And number 10, a dinner, a dinner companion. So those are the top 10 um, most beneficial aspects between men and men. For women to women, it's the opportunity to talk openly, number one. The friend is respected by others, number two. A great dinner companion, number three. Giving time to help out the friend, number four. Mate seeking partner is number five. Protection, uh, believe it or not, I guess girls, you know, girl power in groups, that's gonna be number six. Number seven, no long-term mate potential. Number eight, self-esteem boost. Number nine, information about the other sex. And then number 10 is networking. So that's the uh, uh, most beneficial aspects of a same sex relationship. So now let's take that and just uh, look at this last data point here, which is the most beneficial aspects of an opposite sex relationship. And between the men, okay, this is men and women uh, in a friend friendly relationship here, rank one through 10. Number one is they can talk openly. Number two, information about the opposite sex. So they get an inside information, kind of like what Lynette was just talking about. Number three, self-esteem boost. I mean, hey, you know, if you're walking with a beautiful woman, you're gonna feel like the man. Number four, a friend is respected by others. If they, you know, got some esteem, you're gonna feel proud of that. Number five, dinner companions. So you guys can go out to eat together. For men, a long-term mate potential. So we kind of are looking at, you know, you as being a potential long-term mate. Number seven, giving time to help a friend. Number eight, resource gain. Number nine, increased social status. Number 10, protection. So that's the last thing on our list. And the last data point here I put out is the most beneficial aspects of opposite sex friendships. And this is from the women's side. Number one is a they want a dinner companion. Number two, they want a friend that's respected by others. Number three is protection. So women break on that protection. Number four, talk openly. Uh, so they want to talk openly with the, you know, with their girlfriends more than with the guy friends, but they're still in the, in the top five. Number five, information about the opposite sex. Number six, self-esteem boost. Number seven, no long-term mate potential. Number eight, resource gain. Number nine, giving time to help a friend. And number 10 is networking. So now that everyone's seen those data points, is anyone shocked by that? So, no, I'm not shocked because I kind of, there's something that stood out to me that man in this survey, and granted it's been a long time, men saw um opposite sex relation um friendship as a long-term mate potential while women saw it as no long-term mate potential exactly and so the question is so um well it's because um i didn't there's a lot of here that you know i i read that i don't have up but um women women men prefer the reason why women don't like the short-term relationship, and I don't have to tell you this, is because there's a lot more baggage that goes along with that. For us guys, we can just hit it, quit it, keep moving. For women, they're concerned about getting pregnant. They're concerned about being called a hoe out in the streets. So there's, you know, the, the short-term benefit for women um, is a reason why a lot of times women don't want to do that kind of like, you know, short-term type of thing. Because um, that leads into the long-term. Right. Do you agree, you agree with that? Yes, I do. Well, Clint, you, you look like you were dying to say something. Uh... Well, because I'm just surprised that on this particular one that you have up, there's no networking. And then when they did have networking, it wasn't 
in the top five because at one time that was like my top five. You know, if I'm around you, there's a networking thing involved, you know? Um, now, when you, when you say networking, do you mean like this? Because, you know, guys, when it, beyond, beyond sex, one of the reasons why uh, men will be friendly to women, because most people think it's for sex, a lot of the times it's just to meet the friends, the one that they might want to have sex with. Because they might not want to have it with you, but we will smash. But Where your girls at? Exactly. <laughs> well, is that too? And then there's that person that could get you into this other place that you've been trying to get into for a while. And it's like, oh, you know, this such and such. And then it's, it's all who you know, you know? Hmm. So it's it's a networking thing, you know, and yeah, there's that networking of yeah, who's your girlfriend and who's that and who's this and 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 all that. Yeah, there there's always that. Men are always looking at women like, yeah, I could probably be with her. Yeah. But you have know? you ever have you ever had have you ever did that? Like thought like, hey, I'm gonna keep her around so maybe I can meet her friends. Yes. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> yeah. There, there, right? yeah. There, back in the day, I used to have this this acronym, this STD, and it stands for something to do. <laughs> so it was just like, hey, I'll hang around her. It's something to do, STD, you know? Oh, who's that? Oh, that's just an STD, you know? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, and you get that reaction, and then you be like, no, something to do. Okay. And, and I'll be perfectly honest, like, you know, I'm, I'm pretty transparent um, on all my platforms. I'm single and I love my girls. I do. I love my girls. I love girls brunch. I love our girls trips. But sometimes I just want to go out with male masculine energy. Like, I just want to go out with one of my male friends. I don't need him to pay. Like, we're friends. There's no expectation for that. Sometimes I'm like, hey, I'll treat. You know, these are my friends. So there's no expectation. But I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. Most of my male friends do spoil me. Like, they either treat me like a little sister or like a, like a best friend. They rarely let me pay. But I, I, that's not my expectation. But sometimes I just like to go out with a man and get dressed up because they'll appreciate it even still. Like, my friends were like, oh, who you getting cute for? You trying to pick somebody up at our dinner? And I'm like, yup. So make sure you make it very clear. Like, I need you to call me sister cuz at least three times very loudly, you know, but it's, it's, it's nice to just, you know, or ask your friends, do you think, I, I, I ask my friends all the time, am I coming off this way or am I doing something, you know, and they're like, girl, you just want a compliment. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> like, yeah, I do. You know, so sometimes, you know, I'm, we just want to be around somebody of the opposite sex and it's not even about intimacy like i don't want to sleep with them i just really want to hang out with one of my guy friends it's a different kind of vibe it's a different kind of conversation yeah maybe you know talk openly about things like i love sports so my girls ain't really trying, trying to talk about that so if i want to go to a basketball game or a football game i'm gonna grab one of my guy friends like hey you want to go check out you know a basketball game and you want to go do this and they're like i live next to the brave stadium you know so it's like hey you know you want to check out a game you want to walk over to the game they're more likely to say yes than my girlfriend's like baseball <laughs> no so so do you think um so one of the things do you think that um having a female friend is helpful 
I, a male friend is actually helpful in your relationship. And I say that because I think as women and men, we actually feel the energy of the opposite of the, or same sex. So you might need a, another woman that your friend is interested in. And all of a sudden you feel her energy and he might need a man you're interested in and he feels his energy while you don't. So that's kind of like somebody who's out there actually being a guide in a um, kind of a, a function that you wouldn't be be able to identify in yes, the sense where, right? Because he will say, mm, you know, he just picked a red cup up and drank out of it. <laughs> right. I can tell you what that means. So, um, do you think? <laughs> that that's a hard question to answer because honestly i think having male friends helped me date better um how so how so so i had a male friend sent me down once and i'm i'm so i guess tonight's the night for transparency (laughs) and he was like i was crying and i was like i'm a good woman and i was telling him what i was going through and i mean he knew like he's been there through pretty much all of my relationships since i was i want to say 28. And he looked me in my face and he let me cry. And he said, I don't want to see you cry more. He said, but I got to tell you this because I don't want to see you cry more. And this was last year. He said, you're desperate. And that's a turnoff. He said, you're way too beautiful to be this desperate. He was like, and none of your girlfriends are going to tell you. But you're dating all wrong. He was like, and I wouldn't even be your friend. And it would be no point in having a female friend if I couldn't see her doing something so destructive to her own spirit, her own soul, her own goals to have a healthy partner and not tell her she playing herself literally every time she meet a guy. Mm. And I was bawling, like what? And he was like, Lynette, it doesn't matter how good of a woman you are. Like it just comes off overwhelming. Like you just scream, I need a man. And I, and I was like, what? You know, and I was like, can you give me an example? He was like, everything, everything you do is just desperate. And, you know, most people would have said that was mean, but that was really the best thing he could have did for me. And let me take this back. This wasn't a year ago. This was in December of six months ago. But what he did is it it was a spiritual shift in me that a woman, I probably wouldn't have received that well at all. But because it was my male friend, he dates enough women and so now he's even seeing a shift in me. He was like, well, I ain't tell you to be this hard on the guys, girl. Like, you done went from one stream to the other. But the point was, a, a female friend couldn't have given that to me. I would have thought she was being a hater or she was just bitter or whatever. But he's like, I'm your friend. And I'm just going to tell you, that last thing you did, that was a pygmisha move. And I would have used you too. Like, to hear my own best friend tell me, yeah, I would have used you too. I would have did that too. And I know he a good guy. It put my own shortcomings in perspective. But I think it's important, not only can it happen, it's important for us to be intentional about having opposite sex related friendships because they can hold us accountable in the way our same sex friends can. And I think that holds for men too. If your boy telling you, you know, you, you a dog out here, all he gonna do is point to all the times you was a dog. But your female friend could be like, not Clint. You know I love you. 
Yeah. But did that girl deserve all that? You with me. Keep it real with me. You might be like, you know what? Nah, she didn't. But your boy, you know, like, man, get out of here. You just did such and such last week. You not even going to receive it. Yeah. So it's important. I think it's critical to healthy relationships crossway. Right. It's a have- balance. Yeah, it's a balance because we can call each other out. And again, the key word is real friendships because real friendships can call each other out. But saying like when he, like I said, when he did that to me, it stopped me. And then I went back and thought to all of the things I had been doing. And I was like, wow, nobody even would get to recognize I was a good woman because you were annoying. And Mm. to even receive that from myself. That's why it's interesting when people ask me, are you ready to date? I wouldn't be if I had no male friends because I was just out here clueless so that the things I was doing was off-putting to men. And so I tell people this because I don't ever want them to think I'm coming on here like the expert who hasn't had to do the work or have those experiences. Because so, I Clint, so Clint, have you uh, had the reverse of what Lynette has uh, as far as having a woman that has helped you to land a relationship with another woman? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. It, it's... For me, it was... I don't want to say the upper hand because I grew up in a house with two women. Mm. So, you know, even though they try to keep their secrets, I could still listen through the door. <laughs> I could still, you know, back in the day, you can peek through the peep, uh, keyhole. But, you know, yeah, I, I, having, a, having a, a, a female friend sometimes, a real female friend who, like her, her male friend, who doesn't have a problem letting you know where you stand, if you're right, you're wrong, however it go. You know what you should do, what you maybe you shouldn't do, but in the end, it's up to you what you do mm. and how you do it. But a real friend gonna let you know off the rip, no cut on it, nothing. So, uh, to answer the question, can men and women be friends? The answer is unequivocally, it depends. That's that's what we're landing yes. on. This People. that's what we're landing yes. on. This. Yeah. Heals, you know what? Healed people. <laughs> yeah, no, because here's, here's the thing. No, I, I would say the answer to that actually is: Can men and women be friends? You need to find a way to make that a yes. You need to find a way to have opposite sex people in your life. And if you don't, then you not, need to question why you can't. Yeah, there mm-hmm. we go. I'm a question why yeah. I can't. I got a whole why bunch can't. of reasons. I could do a whole show why why I question those reasons. So and I mean, and, and it's real. It could be insecurity. Hard. It could be jealousy. Then, it could be a lot of different things. But my, you know, my, I I want to catch thing. I want to nip it in the bud before it starts. That's just me. That's just that, me. But that it's that's insecurity. I know you're gonna say. I know you're gonna say it's insecurity. I don't think it is. I don't think it is. I don't think it is. It's kind I don't of think it is. insecurity. We so, why you can't. Like if I'm telling somebody I can't be friends with the opposite sex. I need to do a self-check and be like, why can't you be friends with the opposite sex? Are you hypersexual where you feel like you have to sleep with every man you're cool with? Are you insecure where you feel like you're going to fall for every nice guy? Are you, you know, are you untrusting that you think men are have alternative? It could be a, my- a myriad of reasons, but not why other people, but why you. If you as an individual don't have at least one healthy opposite sex relationship, there is hmm. something internal going on that you can't look at the opposite sex and that's not gay 
and see them as non-sexual. You should be able to do that. At least one person in your life. Agree. You're like, yeah. I grew up with them or I've known this person. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. This is or I friend. work with them. You know what I mean? A lot right. of times it's yeah. networking. And, yeah. and the people you work with, half the time, you're not trying to have a relationship Yeah, you like, I need a reference. So I need to keep this, you know, right. I, I need, need these people. This 100, so, yeah. you know. Yeah, like you should be able to have an opposite set. Like, at least one. Yeah. Like, none. That's a red flag to me. Because to me, if a man tell me he don't have no female friends, the first thing I think is you cheating. And because you're doing too much to hide. You ain't got so you, you, I'm looking at your Facebook, your, your Facebook profile or, or Instagram, and you, you got all these followers that are females, and you telling me you don't interact with any of them. You ain't, you ain't DM nobody since 2015. Yeah. I'm They're gonna, all sending him. They're all sending him requests. <laughs> yeah, so I, all these people you don't have any interaction with. So I would tend to look at that person like they're being dishonest. That would be a red flag to me because, and I had a friend like that, you know, before. I used to tell her, um, you know, being your boyfriend sounds exhausting. She didn't want <laughs> any of her boyfriends to have any female relationships. I said, girl, that don't even sound realistic. She didn't want him to like nobody pictures on Facebook that was a female. She didn't want him to have no female friends. She didn't want him to even look at a female by mistake in the grocery store. And I was like, girl, dang, you sound like prison. Like, mm. that's not realistic. I'm like, it's a- I've been there too. <laughs> I, well, I'm there too. I, well, I, that, that would frighten me if yes. a person just was like, I don't want you to I don't even want you. Why did you speak to that guy in the grocery store? That would that right. would be out. So I actually encourage my partner, like, hey, tell me who the three women are in your life that you highly respect and what is your relation to them? That's actually a question I ask when I start getting serious with somebody. Who are the three women in your in your life? What's your relationship to them? And how would they show up in this relationship? So like if we had a problem, would you talk to one of those three women and trust their advice? Um, if you wanted to surprise me, would you ask those three women for input? Would I, would I ever meet those three women? I need to know who those top three women are. And I would tell him who my top three men were. I, I feel it would be a fair exchange. And we're going to leave it right there. Cause we are not in overtime. I'm thinking, um, and we can talk about this throughout the week, but the tentative, uh, topic for next week will be the double standard of aging and dating. Why women face more pressure um so that's just basically you know saying you know if women have you know a double standard you know guys they say we age like wine but women you get older you talk to jenny she say hey you guys want the 20 something year old all the time i disagree i you know what i mean like i can't do nothing with a 25 year old i just can't i just can't i don't so, know y'all older men always gone to get y'all a younger one every oh man i ever gosh. stopped dating that was oh somebody 10 gosh. years younger than me here afterwards. you go here, here's the net. Here's the net. I, I don't got rid of all my belts, so I ain't got time for no kids. <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. You know what I mean? So uh, time for no kids. I th I thank y'all for coming out this Friday, but uh, we're gonna wrap it up here yes. and uh, and we'll I'm gonna talk go to y'all next. Costa Rica. Yeah, have fun out Enjoy there in Costa Rica. Love.